Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them well a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. We call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on 104.9 The Horn or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan. Beefsteak is in the house. Sam's the man, the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open and old potbelly stove gets cranked up. It is the number one outdoor show in Texas, and we appreciate you for listening every Sunday morning to us, and thank you for hammering on our podcast, too. Oh, yeah. Guys, I get guys from all over the country, that, and even out of the country. And gals. And gals that yeah. send me notes that say thank you for getting it up on iTunes and Spotify and doing all those things for us, so they, they love to listen to the show. Hey, if you're an outdoor guy, if you're headed to church this morning, fixing to get things set up at church, go in and do your third to fifth grade boy Sunday school class. <laughs> if you are interested in doing a really cool ministry, how about a hunting and fishing ministry in your church? Kids Outdoor Zone will train you, give you all the tools to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com for details on starting a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, kidsoutdoorzone.com. We're really honored to have our next guest on uh, on the show with us this week. Uh, a young Kansas blacksmith apprentice named Hoyt Buck was looking for a better way to temper steel so it would hold an edge longer. His unique approach produced the first Buck knife in 1902. Hoyt made each knife by hand using worn-out file blades as raw material. C.J. Buck... Our guest this morning is the fourth-generation family member to run Buck Knives and current CEO, president, and chairman. CJ started out with the company on the production line in 1978. He's been quoted saying, We have been helping people thrive with reliable and trustworthy edged products for over a century. Since our own name is on the knife, our quality focus and attention to details is very personal. The fantastic growth of Buck Knives was no accident. From the beginning, management determined to make God the senior partner. In a crisis, the problem was turned over to him, and he hasn't failed to help them with the answer. 
Each product must reflect the integrity management include our senior partner. If someone, sometimes we fail in our, on our end because we are human, we find it imperative to do our utmost to make it right. Of course, to us, besides being senior, besides being senior partner, he is our heavenly father. I just love that is in the beginning history and uh, mission statements, and that just tells us who these guys are. Right. So thank you, C.J. Buck, for being on. I'm T.J. Graney, and I'm going to flip you to Don Beefsteak Disco, and you've been having some conversations with him, and uh, just appreciate you having on the having having oh, on the show. Thank you for having me this morning. So, C.J., I know thank you for taking your time out. I know you're at the uh, NRA conference this week, and um, we really appreciate you are calling you, is in. It, are you still there, or is it still happening? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's still happening. One Today is day. the last day. Yeah. Oh, okay. So wow. I first got this. I first ran across this. I was reading a book, picked up this little book at a store called Christian Business Legends, and one of the outlines in there was all about Hoyt and Al Buck and how they had um, in, integrated God, you know, and, and their beliefs into the into the business. And so I started reading the history. And of course, I've got a buck knife, an Omni hunter sitting out on the desk right now, as everybody can see. That's my go-to knife. And uh, I even wear it more proudly now that I really know the background and have read into some of the history. So could you elaborate on that just a little bit about the uh, history of the company and and, uh, just that integration? of integrity and, uh, you know, following your, your beliefs and the faith? Yeah, well, you know, the, the, so my great grandfather did not set out to build a Christian company. It, he just, he just didn't know any better. (laughs) That that was, (laughs) I love that. That was, uh, that was what he brought to the table. So in treating people, he initiated a, he initiated a uh, a lifetime warranty, so his he always just treated people that way. That if you weren't happy, he was going to make it right one way or another, give your money back, fix the problem, whatever it took. Uh, but it, it it was very biblical, but it but it really wasn't the goal. To uh, that happened later. So when so my great grandfather and great grandmother living in Mountain Home, Idaho, in the mid forties. Uh, left home and moved in with their oldest son, my grandfather, Alba, who was a Navy guy, who and the Navy located him in San Diego. Mm-hmm. So his parents relocated from Mountain Home, Idaho, down to San Diego, California, and the two of them, H.H. Buck and Son, Lifetime Knives, and the, the shtick, the gimmick was, we're gonna we're gonna build you a product that's gonna last you your whole life, and if it ever has a problem, we'll fix it. We'll have this lifetime warranty. Since then, because a lot of times our products last longer than the original owner, we've had to extend that to a forever warranty because lifetime wasn't long enough. That's um, great. Golly, so they, so, is... so they worked together in San Diego only for about three years. My grandfather was a bus driver in San Diego, had never made a knife in his life. His dad came, moved in with him. The two of them made knives together for only about three years. Then my great-grandparents passed away, and my grandfather uh, kept this fledgling little garage 
business uh, going. We incorporated 1961, introduced the 110 Folding Hunter in 1964, and with the introduction of that knife, when most people think of buck knives, they almost think generically of that brass on both ends, wood handle, lockback folder. Um, and then in, and then, uh, in 1978, my parents, so my father, um, had been unfaithful in his marriage. And when God healed their marriage, my father just felt compelled, wanted to do something to give back. He was so uh, grateful that uh, you know my mother had forgiven him and that they had they had been able to put their marriage back together again. And that was it was my dad's idea to put the little testimony in every single box. And you read a portion of it earlier. Uh, that little testimony goes in every single box that we ship. Uh, all over the world. Man, that is incredible. We, we're struggling with the cell signal. Uh, I, I didn't realize that they sent that out with every knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single, every single clam pack. So if you buy something off a peg mm-hmm. and peel the plastic off it, it's in there. Every single box. Have you guys that, that testimony? Have you guys had any pushback from that? Because I know that some of the firearm manufacturers did some stuff like that, and I guess maybe it was just government contracts. But some of the firearm guys got pushback from people on you know putting scripture in their on their guns and referencing that stuff. Yeah, we we uh, we've gotten some, nothing major. You know, we've had people send their knife back and say, you make a great product, but I'm not buying you ever again because you can't stuff religion down my throat. And we're thinking, throw the little note away if it bothers you. <laughs> um, but we've had some amazing, uh, we've had some amazing contacts from people who, uh, I'll tell one story. It was, it's one of my dad's favorite stories, but it was a, a woman who was contemplating suicide, but she was, a, she was going to, open her wrists and she wanted something sharp because she was afraid of the pain and the the sporting goods guy told her buck knives are the sharpest so she that's what she bought went home i uh that little note fell out of the box and caused her to change her direction and she wrote a really nice letter to my father um uh, which i read i read that letter at my grandfather's funeral but it just so those were Man, you just you only need a couple of those to make all the rest of everything to make it all worthwhile. Oh man, amen. That's an incredible story. Also, um, you know, CJ, we we hear these guys at the bunkhouse were passionate about young uh, young adults in the outdoors, youth in the outdoors, and with kids outdoor zone. TJ's the founder, and we run. Uh, we we both are all three of us are uh, live it, love it you know, and we just Mm -hmm. learn from it and we're passionate about that. I know that you have are also passionate about the outdoors and also some conservation issues. And we wanted you to, we wanted you to talk about that a little bit. I thought that was very intriguing. Yeah. I'm I'm so I'm a Boone and Crockett club member and a, a board member for Boone and Crockett. And you had mentioned, I think it was earlier in the broadcast as I was listening, about uh, how education is key. Yep. Um, and so there's 
I, I uh, hard to encapsulate this, but we have a system called the North American Model of Conservation that is the most successful wildlife recovery program in the history of mankind. So in the United States, there were times at the turn of the century when you could barely see a deer or an antelope or an elk. I mean, now I'm shooing them out of my yard, <laughs> trying not to hit them on the road. So the, the whitetail recovery, the mule deer, mule deer is still struggling, but, uh, you know, elk recovery, turkey recovery, there's this, this system of hunters being, I'm going to say, selfishly motivated. I, I, I'm... Um, because selfish is the only fully sustainable long-term thing that will continue to get done. If if it's in my best interest to do something, I will keep doing that. If it's an ongoing sacrifice, I probably won't do that forever. So the thing with hunting, if you can educate people to take responsibility for the wildlife around them, they will take care of it. And it requires, it's not a centralized type of thing. It requires everybody looking around and taking care of, of our environment. And so I love, I love being a part of that. I love being, I love messaging. Um, and I, and I just really love being a part of that. Hey, CJ, can you stick around for uh, another segment? We got to take a quick break. Are you available? I can. All right. I can. We'll talk to you on the flip side. Sun Auto Service, family owned and operated maintenance company since 1978 they've worked hard every day to earn your trust and keep your vehicle running like new that's where i carry all of my work vehicles i take them to get them properly maintained by professional asc certified technicians the location i go to 405 west slaughter lane there's one at 1300 medical parkway in cedar park 1403 rivery boulevard in georgetown their newest location at 1206 ranch road 620 you can check out all of their deals and specials on facebook uh, Sun Auto Service, or check them out online, sunautoservice.com. All right, up next, we'll uh, keep with uh, C.J. Buck, the CEO of Buck Knives. Oh, so good. Man, it is. It's let's, awesome. Let's hurry Don't up and get it. back. All right, we'll be <laughs> back in just a minute. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn at 24 365 theoutdoorzone.com. You'll find I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in the pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to get All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Number one outdoor radio show in Texas. Ram Trucks. Now Maxwell Supercenter. They're the number one name for Ram Trucks in Central Texas. And they just won the J.D. Power Customer First Award for Excellence. Uh, so you know you're getting the best of the best. Now it's time to test drive those 2019 Ram 1500s, the 2019 Motor Trend Truck of the Year. I love my Dodge 2500. I wouldn't change it for anything. And they've got a huge selection of Dodge Rams out there. they got tons of 1500s in stock. they got more trucks coming each and every day. 
Go see our buddies over at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. They're at 620 and 183 across from the Walmart. You can get all the details online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. So on the phone with us is CEO of Buck Knife, CJ Buck, and super excited about having him with us. Um, CJ, this is TJ. Um, and I had a question for you. You know, we were talking about conservation and supporting the organizations and what uh, what the outdoors man and woman have done to um, to change the destiny of the outdoors as far as um, the the uh, animals and uh, like the Wild Turkey Federation. We talk about it all the time in here. They just about worked themselves out of a job. Because and yeah. and Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. I mean, I was in Virginia last month speaking, and there was they had elk reintroduced elk in Virginia in some places where they hadn't been for years, and they're thriving. And I just think that's that's an amazing thing, and and uh, we just need to make sure we just keep saying that the reality of that because uh, man, as as far as some of those areas, we are just hitting it out of the park. And uh, no, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, it's important to remember that uh, way back when this country was one big, giant, contiguous wilderness, and it's not that way anymore. It's almost like managed gardens, <laughs> these isolated little islands of wildlife. And, you know, people are moving into those areas and taking up some of that habitat. It, it, it makes management even more critical, be it predator management which is so controversial these days, all the grizzly bear delistings. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, you know, just Wolves. managing predators is a, is a major part of managing overall wildlife. So, and don't get Idahoans started on wolves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So uh, when uh, are you familiar with the R3 initiative? Yes. And so we're, I've been very active in the R3 through our ministry, our uh, program Kids Outdoor Zone. And, uh, and I think that is one of the big focuses too, that, you know, we, we, now we have plenty, we've done a lot of the conservation part we've got it right now. Um, you know, if, if, if we're not really careful, if we don't get after it, um, we've got to train up the next generation of hunters and fishermen and uh, and don't get me started on that. But I just wanted to find out if you were part of the R3 program because I've got a whole bunch about faith-based groups and, and how we are being successful in that and just how we need to raise up the next generation of buck knife owners. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very, I'm not involved, I'm supportive um, that comes up in numerous discussions when I'm doing some of the club work, the, the R3 folks are like at the North American conference for wildlife and resource management every year, you know, they're, they're always there. So you're right. It is, it is critical as people get separated. So it, it used to be that people that lived in cities probably grew up in rural environments and still had an inkling of the impact that you have on the on the environment <clears throat> and you know now we've got all these city dwellers these city folk that have no idea what uh, what is really required to manage an ecosystem 
And so they're they're voting for things, ballot initiatives based on emotion, not based on Amen. what truly makes sense. And that is so difficult and we've lost you know, those folks have lost that connection of seeing why sometimes killing and hunting animals is the best thing you can do for the species. That's just that's just a really hard uh it's a hard nut to get around if if you're not really familiar with it. Oh yeah. In fact uh we do that with kids outdoor zone trying to we drop chapters in different churches so they have an outdoor adventure ministry but that that will teach exactly that along with the spiritual aspect the one thing that we also do is during summers we do hunt camps and one of the uh the ideas was we had we'd given away a, a knife to the boys after they went through a safety course with us and raised their right hand and say they won't do certain things with it. It's kind of cool. But that reminds me. And some me, of them lose their knives for yeah. a little while. <laughs> but, they don't follow the rules exactly right. But that reminded me of the whole right. We consider it a rite of passage when you get your first knife. It's a really yeah. big deal. And I didn't know if you had any. Uh, do you remember your first knife? I do. I was 12. All right. No. It, was a, it was a buck. It was a buck one oh two. It was a woodsman. I know it's kind of surprising, but it was a yeah. buck. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that was my uh, trout. We used to go up and so I grew up in San Diego, California. So we would camp in the summers up in the high Sierras, Rock Creek, uh, Rock Creek Lake, up above Mammoth Mountain and June Lake, and uh, all in that area. And uh, so that was my trout knife, the the buck one oh two woodsman. Wow. Mm, man. Well, I just, so I've got, you know, being on Trout that, feared it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> being out on the deer lease, you know, they, we got a lot of different guys. We're skinning hogs. We're skinning deer. Got expensive knives from Germany. And I always go back to that buck uh, Omni Hunter that I've got. It sharpens yeah. so incredible. Um, we could start, I, I'm going to like bore uh, Cody Ryan here, but we could talk about, you know, the... Uh, the T what is it T twenty six and the Rockwell hardening and the cryogenic ta- tapering uh, <laughs> y- y- you know all the all the good things about yes. how you temper steel and get it, it just important. right and and get it just right but we'll save that because I got a million questions for you on that mm-hmm. but that doesn't um, that's important to me but we're going to run out of time so. I wanted to uh, ask you about the NRA conference that you're at. Get a little bit of a live report and uh, see what your take is on it from being yeah, there by all the, week. By the way, I watched some of the cuts from some of the speakers, and there's a lot going on there this <laughs> oh, year. There is there is a lot. I, I will have to say that if you want to attend a conference full of the nicest people you will ever meet, come to an NRA annual meeting. Um, it's just, it's multi-generations, it's grandpas and grandsons and dads and they're, you, 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 these, these, uh, just these solid family salt of the earth, these people walking up and down the aisles, you know, they care a great deal about the, the American values that, that blew us together and feel like those values are under, under attack a little bit. Uh, so this is. It, it's such a it's so refreshing to, to interact so we have a booth here we have a 20-foot booth i've been autographing knife blades so i have a little engraver that uh, runs by air power and i can scratch my name 
like a pen into the blade of the knife. Oh, I like so it's, that. It's kind of fun. I'll put somebody's name on their knife or they're buying it for their girlfriend or they're buying it for their son. I'll put their name or happy birthday and I'll, I'll sign it. Uh, so it's kind of cool. A lot cooler than baseball cards, I think. Knives. How, how would you like your first <laughs> oh your, your first knife to be signed by C.J. Buck? Wouldn't that be oh, cool? Oh, man. You'd never That's, lose that one, would you? I have, I have done that numerous times. I wonder is it too is a seven month old granddaughter is that too young for an autograph buck? <laughs> He's got to do granddaughters. Yeah, I, I, would, so. I would start with the fishing pole. Yeah, 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 we've already done that. She got that. That was at home when she got home from the hospital. Hey, uh, do you know CJ? Do you know Matt McPherson at uh, Math, I, Matthews Archery? Yes, 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 I have met him. Yeah, he's a good mm-hmm. buddy of ours too, and we uh, we have these same conversations with him about you know raising kids up, getting them involved in the outdoors, how to move the needle on the uh, uh, this whole thing with the outdoors Education, and conservation, right? and uh, he's a he's a good friend too. And uh, you guys have a lot of like minded uh, yeah thoughts, and I really like his product too. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And he probably likes the buck, buck knives. He probably could switch a little bit. Maybe we could get a couple of the uh, autograph. I noticed that you can get them engraved and order them right off of the website to have them engraved with like the outdoor zone or something like that. That's mm-hmm. a cool, neat little thing that I don't see other people doing. Uh, is there any particular reason? Is that just a, someone asked for that, a need for it? You know, it was it was something that uh, I don't know why we started doing that. Well, you know, started doing it because you're smart. That's yeah, why. that's right. That's why you've been in <laughs> your business have, for so long. Cutting edge. Oh god. Numerous people. So I've probably seen five knives that were signed by my father. Passed away in fifteen, and and so I've had at least five people bring me up knives out of their pocket that he signed. Oh, and that's very cool. Wow, that's that is powerful. Cool. Well, you hey, don't know how many of those folding those one tens that I see around, and people will always pull those out. They go, "My grandpa gave me this with the big old brass hands yeah. on it," you know. Guys out That's what dealers. I love about being in this industry. We're we're making something that connects in a very personal level to people. Yes, I I just couldn't see me in the sock business or anything. I I love being in the knife business. <laughs> I just I I just am so so we are so honored that you took the time today, CJ, to get up and talk with us on the show. And uh, we're huge fans of uh, of what you guys are doing and your products and. We believe in you guys, and uh, we're going to remember you in our prayers as you guys march through this stuff. And uh, we It's just... a go-to knife for everybody I know, including myself. And, you know, there is so much more to talk about. Unfortunately, we don't have the time for that this time. But, CJ, we'd like to invite you back at another time. Would that, oh, be, uh, would that be okay to check in with yeah, us again? Nice. Nothing like they were talking about you. Ha! Ah, ah, yeah, he's a I softie like when you actually get him, you know, face to face. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you, CJ, very much. God bless you, brother, and we'll be in touch with you. And uh, we just appreciate you and what you're doing, and keep up the good work. Thank you, all. All right, all right, man. CJ Buck. Buck. Uh, you know, Buck we need to get him to do an outro or an intro for us and go, Oh, that'd be Hi, good. CJ Buck, and I signed Beefsteak's Knife. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, an extreme need for 
McBride's guns uh, before Perfect you use your buck knife to skin out that first whitetail. McBride's Gun Central Texas family-owned and operated gun shop. If you're looking for the right fire, McBride's can help. If you're looking to trade your guns, McBride's is the place. An expert gunsmith on site. Yeah, that's something you don't get anywhere else. A gunsmith that can fix any problems you have, any adjustments you need, right there on site. One place, McBride's Guns. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call, 512-472-3532, or check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. All right, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to The Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Only one place right here on Sunday morning, 7 to 9, 1049 The Horner, 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on The Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. We just had C.J. Buck on the line. That was awesome. Something else awesome. Austin's hottest new restaurant, Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. Wide selection of oysters from our raw, from their raw bar. With Dollar Gulf Oyster Special served starting at 5 o'clock on Mondays. And I'm we're threatening to go over there and hammer those guys. <laughs> They're not going to like us if we do that. No. Half-price bottles of wine starting at 5 o'clock on Mondays. Executive Chef Brandon Silver and Executive Pastry Chef Angel Castillo are over there with these guys at Ross Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Um, go over there and visit our buddies. Great dinner. If you follow them on Facebook page, it'll just wreck you because they, they're they always posting pictures of stuff that's going out of the kitchen, and it's just delicious. Uh, go see our buddies. They're located on 71 West at Covered Bridge, west of the Y in Oak Hill. Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go to shoreatx.com, shoreatx.com for more details. Now it's time for your PETA report they are anti-hunting anti-fishing anti-meat anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage it's time for the outdoor zones peter report because we love animals too they taste great oh this is a good one for me i like this one a lot oh gosh Australian officials killing millions of feral cats with poisoned sausages. (laughs) Australian officials are airdropping poisonous sausages across the country in order to kill millions of feral cats that have taken over the continent. In 2015, the country's government announced a plan to kill 2 million feral cats by 2020, according to a recent report from the New York Times. Feral cats are real are a real menace and a very significant threat to our health of our ecosystem, said Josh Fryden, Australia's former environmental ministry minister. 
he told the paper. In the first year after the Australian government publicized the plan, the Royal Melbourne Institute of Technology estimated 211,560 feral cats were killed, according to the Times. The cats are mostly trapped and shot by officials, but now the cats are poisoned by air-dropping sausages. <laughs> the problem is you run into a beefsteak, you know, hanging out in that general vicinity, like, and he's like, oh, hey, Jesus is real. Jesus is real. Sausages flying from the sky. The recipe for sausages are reported by the Times and uh, include kangaroo meat. Huh, we can, hey! yeah, we can put some of that in there. Chicken fat, herbs, Ooh, yeah. spices, and a poison called 1080. Huh. That is deadly to the feral cats. The Independent, re- Independent reported... It takes 15 minutes for a cat to be killed after eating the contaminated sausage. I don't How think it's many... contaminated. I think it's a special seasoning. <laughs> How many of these feral cat sausages does it take for a human? I mean, hmm. <laughs> like if I can huh. get four of these down and not feel the ill effects, uh, it may be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> In 2015, the Australian government announced a plan to kill 2 million feral cats by 2020. According to a recent report, uh, they've invaded almost a whole continent. I just have a vision of that Skittles commercial. Half a million sausages are airdropped in a month, and about 50 sausages are dropped every square kilometer. Wow. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're picking all those up. So much. It's raining. Jesus the Times, is real. The Times reported that cats are believed to have been one of the main threats to 22 of the 34 species of Australian that uh, uh, species of <laughs> too many sausages. <laughs> uh, gone I like extinct. you, man, but you're but crazy. You know, I, you know all about the uh, birds, and you know the. I imagine it. Yeah, they're killing can, off native species. Twenty-two of thirty-three species were killed off by these feral cats, native that have gone extinct. Because of these feral cats, I wonder if they could, if I can get them to drop a load over the Austin area, over over near my house. I'm you know thinking, what we do here? We go and they trap them, they uh, fix them, and then and they, they release them, them back. back. That's crazy. You, who thinks of that? Well, idea. I'm thinking we make just our own personal outdoor zone batch sausage, Vienna. Here, kitty, kitty, One for the kitty, kitty, kitty. one for me. One for the kitty, one for me. Wait, which one was last? (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. So, anyway, it... uh, It's considered a priority. Uh, Hey, here's one for you. In Alabama... Yeah, I'll I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that at the end. In Alabama... A uh, law to that's been going through the legislature for years, legislation for years, but has failed to pass, passed, where they can now, uh, hunters can now buy licenses to hunt deer and feral hogs over bait in yep. Alabama. But get that's this, right. there's, I mean, which, you know, we're used to in Texas. It's a normal practice here. Alabama, go, somebody here. needs to go by alabamafeeders.com right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> here it is. It, that whole dot .com thing is so 1992, Dad. It still works, so. Okay. <laughs> Cha-ching! That's right. No, you can't buy, like, people's names. There's, like, lawsuits against that now and stuff. I mean, uh, oh, I won't here, tell stories. Hundred yards away, uh, the the feeders must be at least a hundred yards away, 
You can't hunt within 100 yards of the feeder, and it must be out of sight. The bait cannot be within sight of the hunter, and it has to be 100 yards, at least 100 yards away. So what do you do? You put your feeder like, like you have a shooting lane, mm-hmm. right? And you put it like over in the woods a little bit to the left, so you hope they walk from the right through your shooting lane? I don't know if they mean it can't be seen. I mean, you just can't shoot them under the feeders, I think. Under get, current law, hunters must be at least 100 yards away you know, and out of why line of they sight. Even, That's so what I'm saying. Just I let know, them shoot them. I know a guy. What uh, is the difference? They could shoot make? a deer a day there. Right. Oh, what if you just put like a piece of plywood right in front of the feeder? And you can't and shoot so it. When they come out on each side of it, you can shoot them. Oh, right. it's, the feeder's out of sight. It's so camoed. Yeah, you could just put up a little blinder, right? In <laughs> yeah. the right, like one, I know, six but why, inches in why front make of you. it? Why do you know Texas? We got well. They used to our have, system works perfect. Just I'm not, and we got more deer than we know what to do with. Yeah, well, I know what to do with them. I know exactly. <laughs> but in in Alabama, I was told you could bait them, but you had to stop ten days prior. Right, so but now I guess you're allowed you to run it. Now you can keep going, right? But and they would put piles. My friend said what they do is they would pile up corn in one spot. Yeah, like a big pile, just a just a you know three foot tall, just dump bear, you know f- feed sacks right there. That was their feeder on the ground. And then they would get used to going there. They just so it's the same thing. Yeah, shoot the deer. <laughs> Here's so another on. deal coming up. Uh, pink could be safer for hunting. But they're not sure that anybody will wear it. So we've talked about this for years. Don's been wearing it for years. (laughs) Yeah, but not on the outside. I'm talking safety orange replacement. You can't see them. But they're discussing the replacement. You know, we've talked about it for years. In some states now, they're allowing it. Instead of Hunter's Orange, you can wear the fluorescent paint um, for women and, and attracting women into outdoors. Now they're saying that it may be more effective 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 to wear hot pink as a hunter safety color rather than hunter's orange you can see it so we need to do a new segment the outdoor zone outfitter outfit of the week (laughs) and what you'll try on different outfits (laughs) still struggling to get into the pant leg we we can't we can't see him over there where are you one size fits all what (laughs) Hi, I'm Cody Sometimes Ryan. Sometimes a man must wear stretchy pants. <laughs> I'm Cody Ryan. I'm here to talk to you about Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, where every Honda has the soul of a race car. You might ask, but Cody, how is this a dream event if I'm currently awake? It's called a dream because you can get the Honda of your dreams during this event, like the Honda Civic with 2.9 APR financing on select 2019 models and a five-star performance rating from a car from car and driver. Shop your Central Texas Honda dealers today or online at centraltexashondadealers.com. APR financing offers available for well-qualified buyers. See dealer for financing details. Exclude Civic Type R five-star performance rating from car and driver all right when we come back we're going to do our armed citizen report and more you only get it one place live in the bunkhouse uh right here on 104.9 the horn or 24 7 365 at the outdoor zone.com Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. 
This is High Society right here. High Society Radio, the Outdoor Zone. It's High Society Radio. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll tell you what it is. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dove blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie, Outdoor Zone Radio Show broadcast from the bunkhouse. Yeah, that's right. From the bunkhouse, Sunday morning, 7 to 9. Archery Country. Is that what we're doing? Yes, sir. All right, Archery Country. Go see our buddies over at Archery Country. For everything archery, they are the only true archery shop in Austin. Archery Country. They only carry the best brands, Matthews, Elite, and Hoyt. They have all the new Matthews bows over there. They have the um, Genesis bows for beginner shooters. Um, all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories are on-site and available for professional installation. They have private and group classes and lessons. If you got a kid who's trying to figure out what they want to be involved in, take them over there and let them shoot, some, shoot a bow a little bit and see what that's all about. They have stuff going on every Saturday over there. We just had a uh, blast yesterday. They were grilling out, and just every, everybody's invited in. It's a, an amazing group of people over there. They're at uh, 81-21. Research Boulevard, Archery Country, 8121 Research Boulevard. Just go to AustinArcheryCountry.com for details. AustinArcheryCountry.com for details. Now it's time for your Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. After a man tried to break into a home shouting for his girlfriend, the homeowner was forced to act, first alerted by a loud banging on the rear door. The homeowner found the man and asked him to leave. Then the attacker tr- attempted to reach through the pet door to unlock the door. <laughs> After the homeowner knocked the man's arm away from the knob, he backed away undeterred and began lobbing rocks at the door. Oh, my. The homeowner continued to admonish the man to leave, even yelling, I will shoot you several times. The man ignored the warnings, however, and managed to unlock the back door and entered the house, at which point the homeowner shot him in the leg. Boom. I was serious. Good guy versus bad guy. There we go. Good guy wins. You get uh, the We want to tell you about ouchie. our buddies at uh, our buddies Trey and Scott uh, have put together a new event that's going to be happening May 19th. Right. Trey Trey Webb and Scott McGuire are mm-hmm. the guys who started the Austin Fly Fishing Film Tour here. Incredible. And they have cr- yes, and if you'd never been, it was an event of all events it was a great outdoor so you ask event. yourself how to top that what do they do now na- what <laughs> what do what you can do you next? do next you add sausage and barbecue well they've got the flies and flame expo that they're putting on may 19th through the 20th uh, the Austin Flyingers' first annual flies and flames expo will be held sunday may 19th at star hill ranch They'll marry the Central Texas Fly Anglers fishing community with great local barbecue. Oh, come on. Yeah. Oh, hey, come do on. It. That's it right there. Uh, Sausages will be falling from the air. <laughs> Boot displays, fly tying, casting, cooking classes, food sampling, beefsteak, some uh, local sausage. music, and plenty of Twisted X beer. Family friendly. Kids under 16 are free. Uh, get your 
tickets now, austinflyanglers.com. Man, just uh, a huge line of support, sponsors, and uh, fun. I it tell looks you like. what, man, here we do. We get Buck, your father in law, yeah. to pull a big banner called the Outdoor Zone, and we drop sausages from his plane right <laughs> there over the, the event. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and, and then I'll come down. I'll here's our I'll drop entry out. <laughs> for the barbecue contest, and I have little parachutes on each one. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you would win by presentation, right? Uh, and have yeah, a cat. you definitely win presentation. But yeah. why don't we just have a cat parachute, feral cats, just parachuting down, delivering the sausage? Ain't that a sounds feral like cat. that sounds like a. Uh, I went one little too you'd far. See on Bart it? Simpson. I went. I went a little too <laughs> far. Bart Sim- we'll we'll, we'll go back to just sausage yeah. dropping from the sky. Anyway, what a great event. We're excited about uh, this new event they've got started up, and we'll be a part of it. Kids Outdoor Zone will be a part of it. And uh, And speaking of Kids Outdoor Zone. And it's a family-friendly event, too. Speaking of Kids Outdoor Zone, something we like to do, give away job opportunities, and KOZ has job opportunities. We're looking for a skilled office director in South Austin for Kids Outdoor Zone. If you uh, if you're familiar with CRM and you're highly organized, we'd like for you to go to kidsoutdoorzone.com and take a look at the ministry and see if you fit. If so, we'd like to hear from you. Just go to Kids Outdoor Zone and reply there. You got So this week, I would like for each of you to ask yourself what tests your patience the most from people. Then check yourself and make sure you aren't doing that to others. Amen. Okay. Well, that's that's a little deep. Uh, too much work for me. I'll just refer to John sixteen thirty three. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. That's uh, live it, love it, learn it. Doesn't get much better than that. I'm Cody Ryan, and uh, we'll see you same place, same time next week. Hey, we want to give a shout out to our other ranch and Devin. Uh, prayers for you. Continue, buddy, and for your yeah. dad. Um, that's it. Prayers Absolutely. continue. Hey, Sam. I mean, yeah, we got great. Thanks, Sam, for being here, filling in. Hey, uh, this week, get a kid off the couch, take him for a walk in the park, show him the birds, the trees, t- take him hunting, take him fishing. We don't care what it is, as long as you get him into the great outdoor zone. Hey, if you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church. Or if you want to get your boy involved in hunting and fishing program, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. We're mounting up right now to head to church. We want to encourage you to go find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere. Men, take your family, go to church, and then have a nice brunch afterwards. Okay, that's it. Uh, God bless you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Sam, for coming in. You're a soldier, buddy. Beefsteak, Cody Ryan. Hey, brother, thank you. Mama, I'm coming home. Get that bacon going there, girl. Come on. Hey, sausages falling from the sky. (laughs) (laughs) Yummy. All right, God bless. Regulators, let's mount up. me pictures of the Broadway nights and I'd send him some homemade wine but he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife for 43 dollars my friend lost his life 
I'd love to spit some beach nothing in that dude's eyes and shoot.